Given the current environment and the new technology actors are required to know, like Zoom and self-taping, you might be wondering if the need for a headshot still matters. After all, we can see what you look like in a Slate or in a Zoom meeting. Why do you need to go through the trouble and the expense for new headshots? What can they possibly be used for? Listen up, people. <laughs> I have the answer to that question, plus some really valuable tips on ways you can use your headshot as the best marketing tool in your toolkit. Answers to that and the mailbag on this episode of Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors from a casting director. Welcome to Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors. Each week, we provide practical, useful information to advance your craft and your career in the business of show. And now, here's your host, Casting Director Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm Casting Director Jeffrey Dreisbach. Welcome. So glad that you are here today. Really looking forward to today's episode. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I get to say thank you so much for tuning in to Casting Actors Cast. This is the podcast where actors can listen in, get some tips, some advice, some information, some really useful tools, I think, on what it is to be a professional actor in the business of show. So thank you for tuning in. You can check out the website, castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. There you're going to find some freebies if you simply fill out that form that says dive into the talent pool. It asks for your name and your email address. When you do that, it'll open up a menu of some freebies for you. One is a 100-page PDF book on doing voiceover work called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. Like I said, it's a 100-page PDF. I think you're going to find it really useful. Useful if you're interested in doing voice work. The other freebie for you is a free video called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. I will tell you in this free 20-minute video. Also on the website, you're going to find Jeff's Jots, and that's a place where you can actually see the show notes for each corresponding episode. A lot of folks have told me how useful they find that. They'll print out Jeff's jots and then they'll listen to the episode. So it really is like a double whammy, you know, when you're trying to understand all of the concepts that we're talking about on this program. Finally, my shout out to Actors Connection. If you haven't checked out Actors Connection, what are you waiting for? This is completely online, by the way, so you can be anywhere in the world but then have the opportunity to work professionally with professionals in the industry. We're talking casting directors, agents, and managers, all kinds of folks that are there to help you feel more comfortable and more confident. Hello to my friends, Colleen and Tony at Actors Connection. So that's it for our shout outs and for all of our stuff. I, I would also just want to add, it would be so helpful. Please consider leaving a like, a review, especially on iTunes. I could really use some positive reviews on iTunes. Not that I've gotten negatives. I haven't gotten any negatives, but you know what? I really would love to grow our audience today. And if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, please, you can do that as well. Not too many people are tuning into YouTube. But I, I don't know. I'm feeling a little insecure that maybe you don't want to see what I look like or something. I don't know. But you can actually watch the episodes, me simulcasting the recording of the podcast on YouTube. So you might want to check that out as well. You can even subscribe to that. So anytime a new episode comes out, you're going to be the first to get it. Let's find out what's in this week's mailbag. 
So thank you for that. This week's mailbag, I got two letters that I'd like to share with you today. The first one is from Cam. And Cam writes, my first question is, thank you cards, you said. Is it an actual card at the end of your audition? Or are you using the word card to mean a clip of me or us saying thank you? You did mention our information. So perhaps it's text that is filmed, question mark. And on the sleeve, you confirmed my gut feeling about not sounding like we're cataloging. But my question is, if the audition is for, say, a serious character, can I really play around with my slate, which, of course, I'm inclined to do. You get a piece of me, but it doesn't add to the atmosphere of the character. So that's kind of interesting. You get a piece of me, but it doesn't add to the atmosphere of the character, signed Cam. Well, thank you so much for the letter, Cam. Um, I really appreciate you sending that in. Uh, here's my answer. First of all, the, the end card. And when I mention an end card, um, many times... Uh, nothing happens at the end. You, you, you're done acting, and then you cut and edit, and that's it. My suggestion is always to have something at the end to bookend your audition, maybe perhaps even give it a little more of a professional flair. So the answer to your question is, end cards that I really like are graphics that say thank you for watching over your headshot. You could do an end at the uh, card live, if you wanted to live, so to speak, on film, you could film yourself saying, thank you for watching my video. You can reach me at. But you know what? I kind of like the just the end card as if it is giving titles at the end of a film. So thank you for watching with your contact information that laid over your your headshot, I think makes for a really nice way to end your video. So then let's talk about the slate. So this is an interesting question. If you're playing a very serious car character or there's something that's really heavy, you don't want to have this kind of superficially charming person doing the slate, then cut, then serious actor. However, having said that, the more colors I can see on your palette as an actor, I think the better off it is. Now, listen, that doesn't mean you have to be you know, Disney happy in your slate at the top and then deadly serious in your audition. I think that there is sort of a, a meeting of those two worlds, that if it is a very serious, heavy audition uh, requiring lots of emotional connections being made, I think a sincere slate kind of makes sense, but not in character was my point. Don't ever slate in character. Make sure that it's just you looking directly into the camera and make sure once again that your slate is done separately from the audition. Do not slate and then start acting. So you really have a little bit of a space by all cross-fading from the slate into the actual audition is a smart idea. There's also that little bit of time that allows us to acclimate to you in character. That's why taking a prior action before you start acting is also a really kind of, uh, I, I think, really useful tool as well. I think that's answered your questions, Cam. Uh, really nice of you to send a letter, and you can do the same 
uh, folks, you can send in a letter if you have any questions. I will do my best to answer them on the air. Um, also, if you have a self-tape that you want to send in and have evaluated, I'm really happy. I'm excited to do that as well. I'm gearing up for another self-taping evaluation. So go ahead and jump on that if you want to get some evaluation live on the air about your self-tapes. And uh, just to um, kind of tease our next episode on June 16th, that's a week from today's airing. Um, I'm going to do an episode called Catch a Catchphrase, a really fun episode about those little catchphrases that we tell ourselves to kind of get us through an otherwise dreary day. So stay tuned for that episode. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with that. Now, let's move on to our next questioner. This is from Leonard. And Leonard writes, hi, Jeffrey. I listened to your podcast on self-tape submissions. You never answered. What happens to the self-submissions of the actors not cast? Namely, do CDs delete them? Leonard. Wow. Thank you, Leonard. Do we delete your self-tapes? Interesting question. So as I mentioned on that particular episode, I'm the guy who does all of the EPAs for the company so far this year. And so anytime we have a theater project that we're working on and we have to do an equity principal audition, I'm the one that receives all of those. I evaluate and look at each and every one of those submissions, and I make recommendations to the team who's heading up that particular project. And so I'm sort of like the gatekeeper. Do we delete your self-tapes? Here's the answer. No, we do not delete them. When you do a self-submission through our website, for example, we keep every one of those emails on file. We can link to it whenever we need it. We take notes on every actor's audition that we see. And those notes have information about you, about your union status, about... Um, just information that we're going to find perhaps useful at another time. And so it's really not uncommon for us to go back through some of those databases of those actors that we liked and take a look at their audition again. We also have your contact information. So then we will make requests for you to send in another audition for another project, perhaps. But no, we do not make it a habit of deleting those auditioners who send us their self-tapes and who are not right for that particular role. I will say this, however, if the audition doesn't go really well or it's something that we really aren't responding to or there's just something inherently not right um, about that particular show, but it might be right for another show, we make a note of that. But honestly, I will say that we don't always refer back to those people who send us an audition who we feel is not up to the professional quality or standards that we need to have. So even though we might keep it on file, we do not necessarily use it as a reference. If your scoring didn't, you know, wasn't quite high enough to say, you know, I trust this person to show up on the set and deliver the goods if it's a film or a television audition, or if it's one of our larger theaters. I have to know that you can carry that torch. Does that make sense? That you can carry the mantle of doing that job. And so every audition that you submit for, just do your absolute very, very best. And it's my job to be able to discern whether or not your video is something I might refer back to or I might let go. But honestly, I don't delete anything. 
I have miles and miles and bandwidth upon bandwidth of all kinds of auditions going back for several years. Um, it's like I'm a hoarder. <laughs> so I am hanging on to your auditions. I'm not too worried. And you know what? I can't speak for other casting directors. So I can't really be that helpful with you about the answer to that question. But that's what we do in our office at McCorkle Casting. Thank you so much for that. That ends our mailbag. But now let's jump into the subject at hand um, and talk about headshots. Do you know, it's really interesting to me because of all of the technology that we're asking actors to be comfortable with and familiar with, sometimes the, the headshot seems to take a back seat or second place to your slating, you're on camera, you're on Zoom, you're doing these auditions. And so, is a headshot really, really that important? Here's my answer. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It is still important. We still use your headshot as a tool for callbacks and in our selection of actors when in person, whether that's a callback or a final callback or when we're in person with a director, we literally take your headshots and we place them with the other actors so that we can decide how this cast is coming together. How does it look? So it is very much an important tool. That's why current headshot is really valuable. So please don't dismiss it. Don't put it on the back burner. If you're due for a new headshot, you really need to incorporate how that's gonna happen Get yourself signed up for a session with a professional photographer sooner rather than later. Having a main headshot for all industry interactions, that just simply solidifies your brand. Now, I, I know people have objections about the word brand, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get it. But you know, brand is something that you have control over. It really is for me, the brand is how you want to be perceived by others. The headshot you select, the way you lay out your resume, any of those tools that the actor needs to have to have a successful career, you have control over. And the industry still uses your headshot. So why not have an excellent headshot that solidifies your brand with all of the industry, whether it's you looking for an agent or working with a manager or you're making contact with a casting director? Now, you've heard this a thousand times before, but let me just say it again. A headshot that looks like you now is necessary for casting. A headshot that looks like you now is necessary for production. You see, in casting, we rely on all of the information you give us. We'll use your headshot in a slightly different way than using your slate, for example, or using your audition on Zoom, for example. It's another tool. Sometimes we'll send a headshot along uh, the hard copy of the headshot to that producer when they're looking at your video. So it's the headshot and the resume. If it looks like you now, you're doing yourself a really good service. If it doesn't look like you now, you've got to think about setting yourself some time to getting a new headshot. Here's another interesting point I, I, I understand and I know about headshots is that many actors do not use their headshots in their self-promoting. Here's a couple of examples. Um, in social media, it's really weird. Like on your Facebook page, 
if you've got a professional Facebook page, I'm not talking about what you use or might use for family and friends and things like that. I'm talking about if you're a professional actor in the business of acting and you have a social media page like Facebook, why are you using some strange uh, little thumbnail picture of you in sunglasses uh, petting a dog? Why not use your headshot in all of your social media thumbnails? You see, you're giving me a solid uh, repetition of your headshot in all of your media. And that speaks well of your brand. That kind of consistency goes a long way. Also, think about your email thumbnail. You know, the little, um, if you're on Gmail, for example, usually it's just your initial, but sometimes you can add your picture to that please consider using your headshot, reduce the size, make it a thumbnail size and use that. Again, it's the consistency of seeing your well-made headshot that helps reinforce my feelings about you in a good way. Also, it's funny to me that when actors do their self-submit videos as part of their slate, Using and incorporating your headshot either at the end, like I discussed earlier with that question that we got today, or putting it at the beginning. Again, reinforcing your brand with a nice headshot that looks like you. Putting it throughout all of your interactions throughout the industry is going to serve you because there is a consistency and a repetition that we are we being casting and producers and agents and managers, we are comforted by just being able to even look at your thumbnail, as small as it might be, but I can recognize that actor from their thumbnail many, many times. And so I really appreciate it when that actor has that sort of consistent use of their headshot. Here's a couple of ways that you might not have thought of, or if you have thought of, maybe it's time to rethink this again. Maybe it's time to come up with other uses for that headshot. Number one is, you know, I still love getting postcards. It sounds weird, but postcards are kind of a really great way, snail mail, put a stamp on it, send it off. If you're in a production, if you're starting a new class, if you've done some work that's going to be airing or is going to be showing in a, in a preview, whatever it is, you know, a postcard with your picture on it is still a great marketing tool. I'm not sure how you feel about this, but I can tell you how I feel about this. I think business cards are a cool idea. They're not that expensive. And so why not incorporate your headshot on your business card with your contact information? How about when you're in a, a show, maybe you're doing a workshop or maybe even a Zoom production and you want to create some flyers, putting your headshot on the flyer is really a great way of making a connection of saying subliminally, I'm working, I'm in a show, I'm doing this. Even in your email, adding your picture to the signature line on your email, what a great idea. It's not just your name, but now you're continuing to make that cool association of your brand. Here's another one. And I, because I love teaching and I'm doing quite a bit of teaching and uh, as well as all of this casting stuff I'm doing, it's just like, it's amazingly overwhelming. <laughs> but I tell you what, I love every second of it. But why not, when you're using Zoom, incorporate your picture when the screen camera is off? That's very easy to do in the settings of your Zoom. Incorporate that picture 
as you're waiting to go into the waiting room, for example, or as you're waiting to go into the audition, if you're in the waiting room, um, your picture, again, used in Zoom, once again, it reinforces. I say once again a lot, don't I? But it does reinforce your brand. Also, in your self-submit emails, it's really a good idea, like I said, with a signature line. What am I saying here? What I'm really saying is take the opportunity, take the time to objectively answer if your current headshot represents who you are now. If so, that's great. If not, then maybe it's time to seek out a new look for a fresh start or a rebranding of you and your talent. That way, you're going to be ready for the next best thing to happen in your acting career. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. This is Casting Actors Cast. It's been great having you in our talent pool today. Your support means the world to us, so please consider sharing, liking, and reviewing this episode wherever you jump in. I'm Megan Grace Martinez. Thanks.